0: is the movie hall of fame class of scream that was more like a yell (laughs) for saturday january 22nd 2022 adam hall across (laughs) the table from me i'm mika we are your hosts hello uh you're 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 kind of the the matthew lillard to my skeet Ulrich.
1: i think you think so yeah i'm okay being matthew Lillard. he actually had a career it's true. So. Skeet. for <laughs> skeet. What yeah, happened <laughs> to skeet? Yeah. I go on to do Twin Peaks, motherfucker. <laughs> Lillard is so good he's off the chain in Twin so, Peaks. <laughs> he once said that that is one of the more prouder accomplishments he's ever had as an actor yeah. because yeah. he found it like, like the task of acting that role to be so difficult and confusing right. as an actor that he never thought he was going to pull it off. Yeah. And then when he saw it and he, he was so convinced that he did, he's like, Jesus, I, I, you know, that's yeah. it. That's what I want.
0: <laughs> that guy was kind of put in the McConaughey situation, where it's like, I guess in McConaughey's case, you can go and make rom coms for thirty years and hate yourself, but make a lot of money doing it. Or you can try to make a transition. And Lillard, it was like you can play like Shaggy on Scooby Doo for thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs>
1: just keep doing. It. I think he still does the voice acting for a lot of. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. he he's an incredible, he was always like the best Shaggy you could have ever asked for. And right. If, if you're going to do a live action Scooby-Doo. Sure. But it's, <laughs> I mean, he kind of just looks like Shaggy, doesn't it? Like
0: I actually, when I think of Shaggy, I think of him yeah. more than I actually think the cartoon character now.
1: That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it is that good. I've always liked him though, as an actor. I
0: think he's kind of a fascinating actor. Yeah. I like him a lot. I think he's got like a really interesting energy to him. I yeah. think a lot of
1: these guys in the original Scream movie. Have a really interesting energy. Yeah, they all had this great charm. And I know yeah. it's it's not always even the most realistic, but who cares? It's just, you know, yeah. there's that affable quality to everything that they do. Yeah. We're going to talk about charisma when we talk about certain entries in this in this series and yeah. why I think some are better than others. But this was supposed to be the Macbeth episode. Um, I'm a Philistine. I, uh,
0: I I can get into Macbeth, but like it's uh, it's a lot of work. So it's I said, you know what? Let's just binge the Scream movies instead. Because <laughs> you'd never seen anyone past the first yeah, one. Yeah, I had, I had never seen any of them beyond the original. Um, And the new one was coming out. So like, this on? is a nice, convenient way to talk about five movies. Mm-hmm. Put one of them into the Movie Hall of Fame.
1: And we're going to do that. Scream 1 through Scream. I do like these podcasts. It's because it's the least amount of work for someone like me. Yes. And it's also blatantly obvious which one is going in. Right. But... It's still nice to talk about movies that I absolutely love. You're always ready to go. You're <laughs> always ready to just shoot from the hip with these horror podcasts. Well, this is it. Could be my favorite uh, slasher franchise. Yeah, interesting. Could be interesting in that it's one of the rarities. In that, in my opinion, I mean, there's one and there's one you could debate that I think is. You know, not a great movie. It's just kind of eh. But, it, but it's amazing to me that generally speaking, you know, this series is 25, 26 years old. It's a horror slasher franchise and they're still making good movies. They range from great to mediocre. And that is as good as you
0: can say yeah. about any franchise that gets five movies deep. And yeah. also is a horror franchise that very much could have went into jason territory and did like jason Takes manhattan and they, i mean they do okay part of the reason why these movies work is because there's so much self-awareness that you can write off some of the more eye-rolly stuff as satire mm-hmm. and you know like you're never going to run out of material particularly in a film landscape that has gotten way more toxic over the last 10 to 15 years, there's always going to be an aspect of fan culture or reboot culture or franchise culture that can just be torn to shreds. Yeah. Um, So that, and you know, I was also thinking about this in regards to the last movie, the one that just was released and we'll talk about it when we get to it. It's a fine line between This is really clever satire, and this is kind of bad, but we're writing it off as satire. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of hard to tell where one ends and the other one begins, where the satire ends and the corny filmmaking begins. That's
1: it's absolutely true, and we'll get there, but it actually helps when you see other entries in this series to get a more definitive conclusion on that. Yes. But- I think in, in my experience, even though like some of them sort of fall into their own trappings to a degree, they never stop being uh, entertaining. But yeah, it's like you're it, I I know you're commenting on the thing that you that you are, but you're also by very, just doing it. You're also very much doing it. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we talked about this when Deadpool came out. Yeah. And I'm not a Deadpool
0: fan. And I think like the Scream movies. I would say all the Scream movies are better than both
1: Deadpool movies. There's a very clear reason for that. Yeah. But we'll get but,
0: to that. but my one criticism with Deadpool was, here's a movie that is is tearing uh, superhero culture and superhero films a new asshole while engaging in the same tropes that you see in superhero yep. movies. And I think the problem with that, you know, Scream is doing a similar thing, but the, the Deadpool sacrifices some of the superhero-ness of it all in order to satire in order to pick it apart
1: whereas scream still does really good horror in the midst of all of this parody and and that's the thing and that maybe that's that's one of the the key differences is that I don't think scream ever forgets what it is yes you know it's it's a it's a it's an interesting series in that it's it's more like we want to talk about horror movies mm-hmm. or other film ideas broader concepts and we just want to do it under the banner of scream yeah and it's as simple as that and one of the reasons why these movies are so timeless is that film is constantly changing and offering up a new thing to discuss yeah, yeah, yeah. so it makes it, it it makes it easier to understand why they're still making these movies or why they could be so malleable and, yes and i love that especially particularly in the new one and it you know, for me, it's always kind of obvious which direction they're going to go. The, the new one was definitely obvious. It's like I knew before I even saw it what right. it was going to be about. Exactly. But, but it's like that's where you have to go, right? Yeah, fine. I mean, there's nowhere else to go other than that. Well, I have feelings on that topic of conversation. Right. But yeah, it, 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 it's I'll say this. It's the only time where the singular name title makes the most sense. And you actually it's think unbelievable of, how they justified that you actually think movie. about it and it's like no
0: it's yeah, the they, only they, time yeah, yeah, where yeah, 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 I would yeah. actually do that because yeah. it, it infuriated me when I saw the trailers I'm like why are they calling this scream and, and then you realize there is a line in the movie yeah. but we're going to spoil the hell yeah, out yeah. of all of the screams by the way just know that right now yeah, 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 including yeah. the new one so if you haven't seen it yet and you plan on it shut the podcast off but yeah, there's a line of dialogue that acknowledges our frustrations about the naming of the movie. I was it was incredible to watch it and be convinced of the boring title. Yep, it's great because I, of course, wanted them to stylize it as Scream Four, put the the four in place of the A. Mm-hmm. I wanted Scream to start with a big
1: five in place of the S. <laughs> yep, that's what I wanted. I want to do it Fast and Furious style. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they justify it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's the only time where it makes complete and utter sense. It's crazy. Yeah, fine line though. I see if see if this passes the sniff test
0: for you are these obviously there are comedic elements to these movies but are these like uh parodies that are not overt
1: comedies yeah and is there a difference uh is there a difference between a parody that isn't overt comedy? Yeah, is
0: there such a thing as a dramatic parody can you parody something without going
1: for a laugh oh boy can you parody something without going for a laugh Cause I feel like that's what these movies kind of do. Yeah. I, I, for the most part, some of them lean into the humor more than others. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, strangely, I think almost all of them, you know, are, you know, they are, I would still consider them horror films. Definitely. You know, I mean, they are, they're, they are those action horror films that I talk about all the time. They're some not, of them are not all of them. No, some of them. no they're all popcorn movies. They are. Oh, certainly. Yeah, yeah, th- but that's what not, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that you, you go to be thrilled by them. You don't go to, you know, have your month ruined, yeah you know, and thinking about it like with midsummer or something. They're not like that. Yeah. You know, they are the, by and large, they are fun movies, even though there's, you know, some of them are scarier than others. Sure. Yeah. But I,
0: I, I don't know. I don't feel like any of
1: them are overt comedies. I don't think like so some either. Some
0: of them are more comedic than others. And I don't think that's even a bad thing when they choose to be funnier than others, honestly.
1: But,
0: but I wouldn't say that the funniest entry is the best entry. It, it is the one that goes for the most overt laughs. Like I would say it's the second best. <laughs> okay. For example. Yeah. Uh, the original scream. Right. When the monologue at the end with skeet all rich and Matthew Lillard. Like and they're
1: explaining essentially the premise of the movie. And that should should be sillier than it kind of is in my opinion. I'm but kind it, of creeped out. It is very creepy. Yeah. So like that to me is kind of the difference between
0: maybe parody and satire. Right. Maybe yes. parody is just mimicking. Satire
1: is meant to do it cleverly, well, uniquely, that, and that's what I was going to get to when I when we talk about Scream and Deadpool. The ba- the key difference here is that Scream has much better wit. They're just smarter, yes. right. you know. Right. They are not pretentious at all. Yes, and they, they you kind of know what they are, but there is a innocence to them in that way, and they just you know they're they're smart without being condescending too. And that's the other thing I love. so Definitely. much. Definitely, yeah, all of them. Frankly, yeah. all of them. Right. Uh and, yeah, it, it, I think what it just comes down to a lot of the time with these movies is that, like, you know, there's how far do they push that satirical envelope? How funny do they want to be? You know, and, you're, you know, your, your mileage is going to vary on certain entries. But I doubt anyone who watches them is going to be like, fuck that movie. Certainly if you've made it
0: through the first one. Yeah. I don't think, you know, no. and that have Gene Siskel, of course, doing
1: his. It's all about stabbing. That, <laughs> but but that's the, thing. It, the
0: film is literally
1: about stabbing. the movie's called Stab at a certain point it's true (laughs) literally about stabbing give it a break Gene what are you talking about (laughs) that's the
0: other thing about these movies though they don't get too big for their britches no it is literally a movie about stabbing (laughs) to the point of yeah it's parody where there is a movie series within the movie series called Stab not a lot of guns in these movies there was a gun in the recent one but it didn't really play that pivotal of a role it's kind of it's used as sort of a as a silver bullet to kill the the the, the wolf man, but it's not. It, it it's we're never doing pure action. Like we're not doing just like two hours of Walking Dead of just shooting things in the head. It is about stabbing. It's about knives going into people and it's
1: always tactile. There's something like very grounded about these movies in that way. I know. Well, you, the, know? you can you can push uh, Ghostface over. You can beat him up and right. he always comes back but he always also feels like a guy in a costume yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. very important. Right. Certainly to the tactile element that's true. And also the guns are n- almost never introduced until the killer has revealed himself Right, where all bets are off the table right, right, and the right, rules right. have kind of disappeared. Sure. Sort of. Sort of. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, I like these movies. I'm glad I did this
0: marathon. It was a lot of fun. I actually enjoyed myself. Did I have some nightmares about people stabbing me? Absolutely. <laughs> you probably shouldn't watch too many stab movies back to back to back to back. That's what I learned. Uh,
1: yeah. But, uh, the, the, yeah, I love it. I I love them. It's a the very important movies for me. Um, uh, yeah, they're just a, a, a jam front to back and they're easy to marathon to. They're, yes. They're not tr- Tremendously different from one another, uh-huh. but you don't really care because they're they they, they they own up to it, yeah, and that's okay. And they talk about just enough differences for it to kind of work for me. And the, you know, they also feel different just to, just enough where I'm 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 always okay with that. And I just yeah, I yeah. just like these movies. They they rock. Yeah. Okay, let's start with Scream, the first one mm. from 1996, not
0: the Scream from 2022. Very confusing. <laughs> We need to figure out. We can't call it Scream 5, though, can we? Yes, we can. Okay. We'll call it Scream 5 <laughs> for the purpose of the show. Directed by Wes Craven, who at this point had uh, just mastered
1: one horror series in A Nightmare on Elm Street. He was done making the the Freddy movies at this point? You know, a couple of years prior, he had made New Nightmare, which is a precursor. As I've said a billion times, the precursor to Scream is New Nightmare. Okay. Uh, also, did The Hills Have Eyes and yes, Last House on the Left and is thought of as... This horror master,
0: but also as far as I can tell, he resented, resented it. Right. I always wanted to be taken seriously by the studios, um, and never quite got to that level. And that's sort of interesting that he made a movie that is explicitly picking apart horror films. It's kind of like he's picking apart the studio system that has forced him to be a hamster on the wheel, just running in circles.
1: When you, when you look at some of the entries, too, is very often these movies look like if Gilmore Girls was a horror movie. Sometimes, right. Yeah. They just kind of have that look. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you also have Kevin Williamson who wrote this script. This is his first script.
0: Uh, and at this point, um, again, had done nothing else, but did. I know what you did last summer. The faculty, Dawson's Creek, mm-hmm. Vampire Diaries was the creator of that show. Uh, a real man of that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Nineties, yep. teen, uh, the very certain soundtrack, aesthetic. Uh, there was real soapiness to (laughs) like the teen movies at that time whereas now like
1: all the teen movies are very fucking serious Uh and you know 80s movies were kind of campy they can't be fun in the way that these ones were (laughs) these were soapy as all hell yep
0: Uh, and it makes perfect sense that this guy made Dawson's Creek Uh, Nev Campbell stars along with Courtney Cox David Arquette Skeet Ulrich Rose McGowan Matthew Lillard, Jamie Foxx, Henry Winkler, Drew Barrymore, and Roger Jackson as the voice of Ghostface, mm-hmm. one of the only actors that has remained along with the three leads since the first film. Love that Roger Jackson. Love yeah. his performance. Me too. Yeah, me too. A year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. This movie only costs $14 million to make. Mm-hmm. And only gross 6.4 on its opening weekend was thought of as a flop. But by word of mouth, it ended up becoming the highest grossing slasher of all (laughs) time. $173 million worldwide, this thing makes. Uh, Somehow it's got the lowest budget, but it looks the best of all of these screen movies. Explain that to me. Yeah, I say this all the time. Explain how
1: this movie looks better than any of its sequels. I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't really know. That's a good question. You know, it looks pretty fantastic. And it's by far the most atmospheric, I would say, of the bunch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Very interesting. Anamorphic lenses. That's a good two film. The second one does use anamorphic lenses, too. No, it doesn't. Yes, it it does. I I looked it up. They use anamorphic lenses, but they shoot it on probably uh, longer lenses is the thing you're responding Uh, to. That's the difference. Slightly longer. This one is a much. I noticed it immediately. It's like it's like Carpenter's wide lens. Give it to me, baby. It's like, whoa. right. Okay, I'm here now, and I'm in the space. Shit. Right. No, I think there's something very effective
0: about that. St- Anamorphic lenses is like when you have distortion on a frame. Like if you're turning a corner or something, the outside of the shot sort of curves a, curves a, little, bit. a little bit. And you get, in this case, more of a sense of like the depth of the room. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like kind of cool, especially in that end scene where people are lurking around corners constantly. It it, it all kind of feels like you're in the space. You can really sense the movement. Like, Mm -hmm. Ghostface is, like, creeping around the corner. I don't know. This movie
1: fucking rules. It looks so fucking good. The script just rocks. It It is so much fun. (laughs) The characters are phenomenal. I love love every person in this movie. Still has, I think, the best ending? In terms of, like, the best reveal? The best reveal? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. There's a contender for me. Maybe four. Four's got a great reveal. We're gonna talk about four, man, and You love four. Let's hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, but yeah, by and large, this is the movie that does almost all the things right. It's probably the scariest. Definitely. Definitely. Close. Close for me. It's very like
0: See, you're gonna say four, but I feel like four's no, bloodier, but less scary. Not talking about four. You think five? Nope.
1: Two? Really? Yep. Huh. Two is close really? I, I still for the most part say this uh there's nothing scarier though in that movie than the drew barrymore opening scene i don't know when they're trying to climb over him in the cop car it fucks me up bro oh yeah that's pretty bad that's a great mo- and they climb yeah they, they climb through the the back of the car in the right. cage and they're sneaking it's so claustrophobic it and he's ends. sitting right yeah i know no- scream two. you give scream two some credit it's pretty good. The script is pretty good. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's the recording. Room, yeah. Room. The Brady. The recording room yeah. is so good. The the, the uh, studio. Sarah uh, Michelle Gellar kill is fantastic. Really good. Yeah, but that's just a retread of it. The- Not quite. I rewatched. It. I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. It doesn't have the same level of like sadness. And that's the other thing about that opening in the first one It's upsetting as hell. It's very upsetting. Yes. It still kind of messes with me when the mom comes outside and gives that piercing scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like unlike anything you could hear. It's uh. Well, once you know like
0: the deal with these movies, once you've gone through that phone call 5 different times, like it becomes a little less unsettling just cuz like, oh, this is what Ghostface does in these movies but in the original it's like i don't know who this person is yeah i have no idea what his deal is he's just torturing this girl for no reason i've never even seen the costume and there's something like very perverse and real world about it i know whereas you know in the future movies like jada pinkett smith is getting stabbed in a movie theater and it's like (laughs) okay you know we've gone through this yeah that scene is good enough but there is like a, uh yeah like a, a a psycho quality. Like what kind of person would, would do put yeah. this beautiful young woman who we've grown up with through ET yeah. e. and all of it
1: yeah. through something like no, that. No, you it know? comes down to just the base raw idea is terrifying. Terrifying. Like if that happened to me, God help me. That'd be horrible. Right. Yeah. This, yeah, this movie like, like gets to the bone, you know, no pun intended much quicker. Sure. And I, yeah, I, yeah you're, and you're probably right. It's, it's, I would say it's watching with Abby and her mom. Yeah. Uh, they were really affected by it. Yes. And it, and I mean, I've seen it so many times where it's like, God, I'm having so much fun. But seeing it from the eyes of people who are com- t- totally fresh with it, mm-hmm. it was very interesting because I've always viewed them as like more of more contemplative horror movies or more like thought provoking in, in terms of like the meta qualities. Yeah. So so like I, I don't they're not the films I think of as like the, the peak of scary horror. You're not watching it from that lens. Not exactly. No. Right. Right. That being said, I do remember the first time I saw it. Yeah. And yeah, it's it is this and this is what we come back to it's like yeah it's a parody but it's also a really good horror movie that's the thing but it's like can you be both i think and i think about the first time where sydney meets up with ghostface in the house and he just comes up from the closet behind him and it is you just don't see it coming right it's great yeah and yeah, everything that follows with the way, the fact that he runs after her up the stair, like every those little details too, where it's like, oh, this guy's not just lumbering after her. No, he's sp- he's sprinting to stab her in the back. Yeah,
0: it's really good. I think you have to kind of learn to embrace the contradiction with these things because you 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 can kind of drive yourself nuts saying it's a really good horror movie, but are they doing this on purpose? Is this mocking or is this like a, a real problem? Like you can like think about it. The this is a movie that is arguing. <sighs> Against this idea yeah. that violence in movies cause violence in real life. <laughs> Yet every single villain in these films are people that have watched horror movies, in some cases, the actual Scream movies, and been inspired to commit real acts. And you always wonder: is this an earnest argument that they're making? Is this, are you mocking the people that mock horror movies? Because it's, it's, it is both like really effective as a work of horror, Mm -hmm. but also really fucking mean towards the genre. Oh, yeah. It's like the biggest victim, never mind all the women in these movies, is the genre of horror and all of its fans. You know, it does have a real piercing hatred. One of the reasons why I kind of love them too. It it does have a real sharp tongue Mm. towards people like that and i think you have to kind of just learn to embrace
1: it you know you can watch easier, it as sure. one or the other or both and it's as effective either way i don't mind that though yeah i, I don't know i don't know at a certain point like it, it, it's not the kind of movie that is as inviting of that level of self-reflection either there's just something about it it's like if this if 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 the Babadook was was screwing up in that way, it might be a little more condemnable. But it's, sure, it's it's not. Like I watched that movie, and I expect it to really know what the hell it's talking about because of the type of horror that it is. Mm-hmm. And there is something a little more forgiving about that here. In the same way that where you can watch, I don't know, the different, but like in when you watch Terminator and you look at the time travel elements, and you immediately start breaking down like why that doesn't make any sense, but. There's something about the fact that it's about a naked robot <laughs> coming back in time and kill- shooting people in the head. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll be honest. I really liked Five a lot. Yeah, me too.
0: I think Five is my second favorite movie in the series. But that was the first time this week during the rewatch where I really had to start contending with that contradiction. It was it, and that's one of the reasons why it is not my favorite. It's playing
1: the same notes that it's making fun of, and I and I but can't tell if it's intentional. I really don't. I, I it's but for me, it's actually doing it maybe more than all the other ones combined. And we'll get to it when we're comparing four and five. Yeah, and why I think they're sort of flopped in terms of their intention. Strangely, like what they're four go- is not really about movies though. <laughs> that that it's 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 not really about well it is Save. It Save. is. Save. <laughs> but, but yeah. we'll, we'll get to that yeah yeah
0: um yeah, yeah. i can't believe you watched this with, with abby and her mother that sounds horrifying
1: it's great it's yeah. a great time but again. they loved it though huh? yeah they they, they really yeah.
0: really loved it yeah. yeah 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 that opening the
1: fucking opening dude yeah
0: like this there's no music keep that in no. mind too no music for, you just hear the ringing
1: yeah for a lot of it anyway yeah, yeah and also Marco Beltrami's score in these movies are, is always good and I actually thought it was sorely lacking in the fifth one although was it in the fifth one it might have been there no the, some of the theme was in it I gotta Th- they brought in a new composer but yeah yeah I think you're right no a lot of those Dewey's theme was back too mm-hmm. Dewey's like Twin Peaksy theme but there there is a there's a there are consistent like like little themes that are laced laced out throughout the um uh, the, the, the horror set pieces that sound like Marco Beltrami. Like I just hear the, the the chords that he loves and they just they just come out and like the chase scenes and whatever. Yeah. There is a there is a familiarity to the score with uh, one through four and it's not quite there with uh, Brian Tyler's score. But. Yeah. But yeah, they do you know take from you know the Dewey's theme and, and, and also that like that like angelic sound, the voices that comes back.
0: Uh, Ebert had a good point about this movie in his three-star review. Okay. A lot of modern film criticism involves deconstruction, quote-unquote, of movie plots. Deconstruction is an academic word. It means saying what everybody knows about the movies in words nobody can understand. (laughs) Scream is self-deconstructing. It's like one of those cans that heats up its own soup. So in other words, the characters are doing the deconstructing for For you. You You know, And that's sort of the, the brilliance of it, is that you're watching characters that are explicitly aware that they're in a horror movie. And there is something a little more accessible about that than yeah a random art house filmmaker saying that he's deconstructing it yep. and the audience unaware of what entirely he means you know there there is a there's a charm to these movies that's and what I'm
1: saying they're charming. They're charming. they're charming they're charming they're charming that's why they work so well for me anyway Yep. Uh, I yeah I don't really yeah I don't mind that I'm okay with that here yeah it's cool
0: um what else did I have We we already talked about this movie yeah, when but- we did the year 96 um yeah, as I said, I still think the best ending, or at least the best explanation
1: of the motivations. Yeah. And the other thing, yeah, I agree. And, and a lot of it is, for me anyway, because it's scary still. Mm. And it's a little more grounded. This is the thing about this movie, as opposed to the other ones, is that they do come to a point where they really dive into the the meta shit. It was like, mm. this one, you can sort of feasibly believe the world, where it's like, they do kind of get to the point where it's like, this is too meta where it's like I can't even quite tell mm. you know where it's like this is this is quite lit like they they're, they're aware they're in a movie right right come on they're Jay and Silent Bob are walking through the frame you know like exactly it's, exact, stuff, it's right? like come on yeah. guys whereas like in this one you can kind of buy the you can buy the reality the, that the world creates exactly, for itself exactly. right whereas it does sort of blur yeah and in, in, particularly by four with that opening sequence definitely <laughs> but we'll, but we'll get to that <laughs> eats Wes Anderson's lunch in my opinion does the
0: Grand Budapest Hotel opening better than Wes Anderson could ever dream? Dude, I have to tell you, Scream 4. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, I did have some Easter eggs. Obviously, the, they're the obvious. I'm not going to list these for there's every movie. There's a ton but of them in this movie. There's,
1: the first one, I think, has the most. Mm. Um, I noticed the Elm Street in 5 like that. Yeah. I saw it. It, was, it was just like, boom. And we'll talk about the... Isn't the one of the characters, the last name is Carpenter? Carpenter, yep, yeah. yep. Uh,
0: so there, of course, there are the obvious ones. You have, uh, you know, Billy Loomis's name. It's Dr. Loomis from the Halloween films. Uh, Ulrich was also cast by Craven because he reminded him so much of Johnny Depp. Yeah. So that was part of that there. Uh, you got, you know, Wes Craven as as Freddy, the janitor, literally dressed like Freddy Krueger. You got yep, the Linda right. Blair cameo. You got Drew Barrymore looking like explicitly like Janet Leigh from Psycho in yeah. that opening. Um, but then you get some other ones I never realized. Did you know the drive down to the Mackenzies Easter egg when when uh, Drew Barrymore's father tells the mother to go down to the Mackenzies, drive down the Mackenzies? Do you know what that reference is? I might. It's when Lori, what Laurie says to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah OK. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Probably. I know. I know I've heard it. OK. How about the quote?
0: I always had a thing for you, Sid. Matthew Lillard says this at the end of the movie. I know. What is it? Serpico. Oh. Pacino, when he was shot in the face, says to the police chief, Always had a thing for you, Sid. Uh, Oh.
1: Neat. Neat. Neat.
0: I liked that. Yeah. (laughs) Serpico. What it has to do with women getting stabbed,
1: I don't know. Yeah, well, people die in it.
0: the film is literally about stabbing (laughs)
1: that's Scream it's a great movie love it
0: (laughs) fucking Siskel (laughs) Ebert liked both Scream 1 and 2 Siskel was muted on 1 actually hated 1 really and and muted on 2 kind of like 2 okay don't know why eh Same old thing though, literally about stabbing. Okay,
1: it's legit. That's it, only about stabbing,
0: much like Serpico, literally about police corruption. (laughs) I guess it is. (laughs) I guess it is. (laughs) Scream 2 1997, directed by Wes Craven, written by Kevin Williamson, starring Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, Mm -hmm. as well as Jamie Kennedy, Jada Pinkett Smith, Leah Schreiber. Sarah Michelle Gellar in a small role. Timothy Oliphant, Jerry O'Connell, and the great Laurie Metcalf. <laughs> Two years after the first series of murders, as Sydney acclimates to college life, someone donning the Ghostface costume begins a new string of killings. Uh, they were given a slightly bigger budget on this one. $24 million ended up grossing about the same, one seventy-two million worldwide. Uh this thing was rushed into production as soon as the first one was a hit. Mm-hmm. Kevin Williamson apparently had this whole thing outlined um and so uh yeah this is Neff Campbell Sydney goes to college and the same thing happens and the characters particularly Jamie Kennedy overtly Talk say this. this is a sequel. We are living in a sequel. There's this great scene where characters debate what <laughs> are the best sequels of all time? Did Godfather 2? Did Aliens Terminator 2 surpass the original? Um, here's what I would say about this one. I agree with all of your, uh, all of your laudatory comments about the individual sequences. And I think there's like a lot of really scary stuff and it's well made. I do think the premise of the movie dictates that it has to be underwhelming. Yeah, it's sort of, sort of, it's a movie about how underwhelming sequels can be, Mm Mm-hmm. And how sort of derivative they have to be of the original. And so in order to fulfill that promise, you have to make a movie that feels a lot like the original. And that to me was kind of like Shrug. But I understand the mission statement.
1: Yeah. You know? I think it gets ahead of that by being one of the most entertaining ones in the series. So much so that this is still one of the ones that's debated about frequently amongst fans as to whether or not it's better than the first. A lot of people actually like this one more than the first. A lot of people do. I disagree, but like interesting and uh-huh. it's interesting that the, they it could even get to that level of conversation because it's very <laughs> first of all it's very arrogant to say we're going to make one that's better than yes. the first one yes and we'll talk about that with the fifth one but um yeah it's it's also funnier to me that i don't think the movie was necessarily saying that we're going to make one that's better than uh the first one yet people still think that it could be yeah and that's admirable and i yeah dude i i while i agree with you that yeah it 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 by nature has to be so, uh, somewhat derivative of the first one uh it's a little maybe just because it's scream and it gets a pass in that way yeah there's something about the charm and the wit and as far as i'm concerned as long as it can talk about those ideas well that's entertaining for me that mm-hmm. you know gives more meat for those characters to chew on mm-hmm. and just let them be themselves i just love these characters um and just have it be a blast in the process yeah i'm kind of okay yeah, it doesn't do anything bad with the mythology either. It doesn't fuck anything up. It doesn't get overly ambitious, which is what we end up getting to with we'll talk, a little retconning, a little bit, a little, a little bit. bit of retconning. <laughs> I mean, well, it, it, well, that we're not quite there with the retconning. No, yeah, no. no, 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 no.
0: But um, I, I I don't like a retconned family member. I I never, now I, again yeah. is are they poking you, fun? You really? You don't yeah. like a, i am I'm
1: <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Not a big fan. Not a huge fan. Huh. Not a huge fan when okay.
0: just family members come out all of a sudden out of the
1: woodwork. And you're you're in love with 5? <laughs> yeah, I guess. That was bad. Man. I guess five, was, I guess. That was straight up bad. That's my yeah. Least, 5 does it. By far my least. Okay, favorite but here's my by my, my uh, I want to save this. See, I yeah. wish we started with this one. I understand what it's doing. This is the other... I, it, I know where you're going to go with it. I and kind I'm of like,
0: feel like that movie comments more on Star Wars than it does any horror movie in particular.
1: Yes, it does. That That is a movie
0: about Star Wars. <laughs> Which I think is so fascinating that they made a Scream movie
1: about Star Wars. It's also not kind to the eighth movie, by the way. Well, it's not... Uh, <laughs> it's not really kind to any of them. But, <laughs> but I, I'm surprised that it didn't hurt you a little more.
0: I felt like that one was kind... I, I, the moment that you're talking about was kind of explicitly commenting on episode nine. That was explicitly commenting on race, parentage. I thought
1: what, where they get to the. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think so? Oh, you mean the the part about the keep- Billy Loomis thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, sort of, kind of, yeah, yeah. A, a little bit, yeah. That, I mean that that's five I- is fascinating. I'm really interested by five. Well, be- because we're living in it. That's why you're fascinated. Yeah, five is a. I fucking like five um, then. five's but, messy, but it's good. I, well, I was going to say, well, the part you're commenting on right there is it, that that's not so much nine so much as it is the trilogy more so than anything, because that was always something that was deliberated about with those, you know, fucking Star Wars movies about how important it was for this character to be tied to the legacy characters of the original. Right. Which is what it's doing, right? Yeah. yeah but not specifically nine is what I'm saying. It's more so that trilogy. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, but I, did the movies care about who Ray's parents were before fans started talking about it? <laughs> I guess I'm that's not. the larger question. Well, th- again, this is what we'll get to when we get to... The, the conversation in. Okay, I just got us. I just got. Let's gotta just say, do this. I have it's, to say this now. I okay, the order. Cause, right. Because it's, real, it's really frustrating. Scream um, 5, 2022. Go. Ahead. Uh, it, it, are we not going to finish with Scream 2? Wait, how long? Oh, no, no, say, say your thoughts. Let, let's this. finish with Scream 2, then we'll just do Scream 5. Okay. Because, yeah, I, I think 2 kind of rocks. It's a jam. And, yeah, I. It's as far as my ranking, it's number three for me. Okay. Because it is that much fun because the individual sequences, and I mean, it's never bad, frankly. And um, it's an awesome double bill. I just love watching the first one, then jumping straight to this. I love that setting. The characters are still just juicy as hell yeah um and also i watch it for many sequences like it's just i get so excited for by on a scene by scene basis which is not the case for all of them but certainly for that one it's just a it's just a thrill I'm not just going to throw the word Hitchcockian
0: around willy nilly, but some of those sequences were definitely K, Hitchcockian. Yeah, I mean, the the scene are, in the recording studio, of so just, good. Uh, yeah, it's of so of good. Ghostface <laughs> peeking around the corner, it's and so it's, it's just immaculate.
1: The, the lack of sound when Billy's getting or Dewey's getting stabbed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the, like her kind of sneaking around, and then he's behind her by like half a second, and so he doesn't see her. It, right. Ah, it, uh, it's so good. I like the. Re- I don't mind the reveal. It's got a good a villain reveal that made me go like whoa and the people playing
0: the villains I think are interesting yeah I'm, I'm fascinated by that aspect of it a surprise
1: cameo just for you right <laughs> <laughs> like I'd like that I yeah I mean the retconning is it's yeah. not as egregious as we'll get to it's it's not as egregious as three put yeah, it that yeah, way that's what I'm saying we'll yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying it's like it's it's believable enough and it's uh, again it's dramatic but the screen movies are a little silly in that way they can they can get there it's fine right uh i'm okay with that and again it's in from a sequel standpoint it also kind of makes sense and again yeah it's that tightrope again that's a little convoluted but something about these movies being what they are doesn't make i'm not so bothered by it yeah as you said um the also
0: the the idea of the stab franchise within the scream franchise is just like a brilliant stroke in this one um which just sort of allows you to be a lot more explicit about your, your it, satire. It's a great uh, uh, tool for a writer. Right. It's like, just write that
1: in and it's like, oh my God. Yeah, it's God. one of
0: those things Spill that just things. like unlocks your, all these problems that you've been worried you're, about. Yeah, like, you're yeah. looking
1: for that cure as a writer constantly. Like, what the right. fuck is the what thing in the plot? Here? Yeah. And then, yeah.
0: And that's that exact thing exactly. where it's like, oh man, I can now make 10 stab movies yeah, 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 yeah. and I can have the characters <laughs> commenting on the stab movies exactly. and have scenes where, you know, they critique like this isn't realistic and then it happens to them. Yeah, yeah it's 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 yeah. yeah i mean that that's part of it kevin williamson really clever writer i, I yeah. think like in in many ways his taste and his brand doesn't really translate to our current horror moment not necessarily no. you know no. like uh th- these are definitely of a time movies yeah i know what you did last summer and the faculty or whatever um is really good i've never seen it i, I kind of like both of them honestly yeah yeah um I mean, he did the. Remember that show, The Following. On he on, did that on Fox, yeah, really. With Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I yeah. didn't know that. I didn't care for that show at all. Wow. I watched about four episodes of it and quit on it. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that that campiness. In fact, the new scream acknowledges this. We are in the era of elevated horror, mm-hmm. and uh, guys like this are kind of going by the wayside. But I, I, I hope we can get somewhat of a, a revitalization. I would love that. Scream 3. Year 2000. Directed by Wes Craven. Uh, This time not written by Kevin Williamson, but uh,
1: Aaron Kruger. Yikes. Aaron Kruger. Oh, what has he been up to? Well, his last name is Kruger. (laughs) That's true, but he (laughs) sucks that Aaron Kruger.
0: Williamson's uh, voice here definitely missing. Starring Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette sounds familiar liam schreiber patrick dempsey McSteamy, or mcdreamy don't remember which one parker posey jenny mccarthy emily mortimer scott foley while sydney and her friends visit the hollywood set of stab three a third film based on the woodsboro murders another ghost face killer rises to terrorize them movie still did well cost him 40 million dollars More expensive doesn't look as good as the original though, and uh, made 161 worldwide. Um, This movie is way more interesting 20 years
1: after the fact, knowing about Harvey Weinstein, than I imagine it was in the year 2000. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, and that's like basically all the discourse on it. Right. When we talk about this movie, like all this, the screen films, you know. You, you, you have fun being a little more, I don't know, a little more learned when talking about horror movies, a little more learned when talking about, uh, sequels. Yes. Um, you don't give a shit about trilogies, bro. Yeah. But, uh, the film industry to a degree, that's the most you're going to get out of this one. I would say in a, in a decent fun time. I don't think this is a bad movie. I think it's fine I don't either i think it's fine i think it's perfectly fine it is the worst in the series i would agree with that um but yeah it's again like despite the fact that i think it's the weakest um you know i'm you know it it doesn't bother me at all i I just what i take away from it is again interesting to me now um you know, it, it it it's cool to see that like the the weakest entry in the series would grow to have like some greater significance. You know, yeah. Because I th- I just think the topic of you're in a trilogy, right? Is just not interesting. Who gives a shit? It's, it's like, and Randy, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm sorry, yeah. But that like, I didn't that, like that scene at all. That was just that was a stretch, even even for these movies. Yeah. Um, I think the final shot is great. Yes. One of my favorite things about it is the literal ending. And that sometimes happens. Like when you leave a movie like not having an issue with it that's probably because it ended fairly well. Yes. And like Sydney just looking back at the opening the door opening and just not acknowledging it yeah. is great. It, it's almost as if she has recognized what makes this world tick and she's moved on and it, it's, it's it's almost like the 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 greatest point where she sort of understands the rules more it's like sometimes it's better to not indulge in the rules in order to you know survive them (laughs) have we talked about these three leads at all they're so good they're really good (laughs) Neff campbell's awesome in these movies i I was i was actually uh uh, frustrated at myself for forgetting how good she was in that first scream she's great she's really good and she she doesn't lose a step let me tell you yeah oh my god they're all great they yeah. they are, are all great. I think David Arquette was the
0: one character in the first movie that I'm like, Ugh, like, do we really need more of this guy? But he does have this charm, and I'll tell you what. Spoiler alert: when he dies in number five, really palpable. Mm-hmm. I I was seriously moved by that. Me and I, too. And there was you know part of it is when i like i i realized oh yeah that music's kind of twin Peaksy. like there's like a real yeah. like innocence to this character like a real like lynchian in that
1: way like sure. there's a real just like sure. simple
0: innocence to
1: there's that a, dewey character there's a twin Peaksy element to all the scream movies and i don't know what that is but yeah. i'd see exactly what you mean yeah. there's this sort of like small town like mm. you know you're in a in a a world of lovable doofuses in some ways <laughs> yeah yeah um that none of them are entirely real, but
0: <laughs> yeah, but there is like a yeah, there, there's like a real a real charm
1: and innocence mm-hmm. to them. It's specifically the Dewey character, and Arquette does capture that. I know? agree. Yeah, yeah. That's why I always kind of liked him for that reason in the first one, and then he just continues it on for yeah, uh, all of them, all of them, all of Craven's movies anyway. Sure. Fifth one takes it in an appropriately, uh, obviously a very appropriate direction. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I saw the trailers. And I knew he was going to die. Yeah? Yeah. It's like, okay, because I had it spot fucking on with uh, no time to die. I'm like, they kill all the legacy characters. Who's it going to be in this one? Because they're not going to kill all the leg- uh, legacy characters. Right. But they have to kill one. They already, they, you know, Han Solo is dead now. You know, Luke Skywalker's is right. dead. Uh, well, once you found out they were going to sort of put... Dewey in the
0: Han Solo role from episode seven. It's like, again, these are movies about Star Wars. I, this last one is about Star Wars more so than anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. No, I like them. Courtney Cog's very good. Yeah. Very good in these movies. They have legit chemistry. They were married. You can tell they got married. And mm-hmm. the new ones, you can tell they got divorced. Like, there mm-hmm. is like a real.
1: There's a there's a movie within the movie. It's there. so cool that the real life like makes the movies a little bit better too. Yeah. yeah. And Nev Campbell's just a freaking movie star. She's yeah. really good in this and it, it makes me sad for the career that she should have had. I mean, she's been in a lot of stuff. She's not she hasn't had a bad career. She just yeah. hasn't had like she's not she's not Jamie Lee Curtis, you know. She's right. Yeah. Right. But I feel like she could have been. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I agree because I think she's actually very good in all of these movies. I never, I'm never disappointed by her. No, no, I mean, no way. She's actually one of my favorite, you know, horror scream queens. She yeah. could be could be my favorite. I don't know. She's, yeah, she's great. Yeah, honestly. Um, yeah. yeah, no, but I do like twofold.
0: Number one, it, it it just so happens that these are the three characters that survived from the original movie. There's no like sort of. Um, There's no sort of greater meaning to the fact that Sydney and and uh, and Gail and Dewey all survived. It's just they happen to and they just keep surviving through all of these movies. There's nothing uniquely special about them. Mm -hmm. And that's what I kind of dig about it until the new movie where they again comment on that. Yeah. Uh, But uh, yeah, like I that's sort of what I like about these characters, because when I started the series, I assumed that Ghostface was just going to haunt. Future characters not, in, in you know in different towns, and that's not what happens here. This is actually a movie or a, a series about uh, these three people.
1: Yeah, you know, and this third one, like, pretty specifically makes it about them, and they they develop that further, even especially by that fifth movie. But it's actually one of the weakest aspects of three is that like when you get to the final reveals and you understand who the killer is and why he's been doing it. I it doesn't quite work for me. It doesn't work for me at all. It's one. Of, it's possibly the worst killer reveal of all of them. It's different. Oh, I think in, it has to be. Yeah. yeah, it's different in that. It's like one killer, but like, who cares? It's it, you were planning this whole thing like a puppet master the whole time. Yeah. So the reveal I is that she has a long lost brother it, and it's <laughs> that comes back to haunt her and he's become a Hollywood director because he's obsessed with horror movies now. And it's like, yeah, I get it. Like the trilogy, like I, I understand it entirely. But like this is one of those instances where it's like the the thing you're <laughs> satirizing. I don't know. Uh-huh. It doesn't it doesn't fulfill the endeavor. Does that make sense? I don't know. I, I, I'm i just not as interested by that conceit, I suppose.
0: Yeah, it's uh, and it's interesting. This was not Kevin Williamson's initial vision. He had something mapped out,
1: uh, I think, involving Matthew Lillard coming back. That was something that was kicked around for a while, and it was um, theorized for the fifth movie. A lot of people thought that Matthew Lillard was going to come back for sure. Uh-huh. And some people were disappointed that he did not. But
0: So that was one of the ideas for this one, and yeah. I
1: think, and it was going to be more high school-focused
0: again. And I think it was after Columbine, so they didn't want to play up this idea of a high school massacre again. Which is why it's kind of tame. Uh, yeah. I would say, yeah, it's probably the most tame. Yeah. Now, it it is a movie about Tinseltown and the horrors that lurk underneath it. Yeah. So, you know, you, 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 all of these movies take place in extravagant buildings. Yeah, and there's a lot of commenting about like the toxicity of like the the culture and but again that's why it's so much more interesting 20 years later when you learn that the man that financed all these movies <laughs>
1: is being uh, like you know, I know, I know. Uh, roasted over the 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 coals in this one exactly which makes it a little you know even more enjoyable now I would say yeah but I don't know like these movies are all about movies for the most part yes. do we need one that's talking about Hollywood right I don't know I, I don't know I think that's what it is the most explicit comment on movies yeah yeah, yeah in a lot of ways right Yeah. And also, it's just the one that doesn't have like almost a single memorable set piece aside from, I guess, the costumes where she's hiding with the costumes and then one of them turns out to be Ghostface. Right. That's a good moment, but I didn't give a shit about the girl who is dying. And perhaps like the first one to smell gas dies. That's okay. But see, I. It's okay a house blows up like really like you know no i I agree This movie's about stabbing adam (laughs) no i exactly that's but it's precisely my point yeah that's all you can give me it's like right okay no explosions here in stab world yeah it's It's not a movie about bombs adam no it's not you're right you're exactly the film is (laughs) literally about stabbing (laughs) tell him gene Aren't you so happy I showed you that clip? Tell him Gene! Every time he plays that clip, he owes me five hundred dollars. I know I gotta way. pay you world. Yeah, yeah where's guy. my where's my money? And now he lives there on my soundboard just to <laughs> remind me. Anytime I need a little pick-me-up. The up. film
0: is literally about stabbing. You got a good point. You know well, sometimes well, my rent's covered for this month. I'm Gene's happy. just gotta come in and correct the record.
1: <laughs> it's not a movie about explosions, Adam. Right. It's not I agree. I completely agree. I'm I'm trying to make excuse, but 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 yeah, that's the problem. It's like even the opening, like I had to think about. It. I'm like, "Oh yeah, fucking Lee Schreiber dies." Yeah. I to- I totally forgot. Totally, forgot. totally, yeah. totally yeah. forgot. Yeah. I did not rewatch this one. Yeah. You know, I've I've actually seen it a lot. I I'm you, but yeah, for some reason it's the one that leaves my mind the most. I wonder if it's the movie that they're allowed to play on cable the most. Well, that's probably the least amount of violence in it. I'll tell you what, though. Scream 2 was the first one that I saw. Oh, interesting. Very first one that I saw. Interesting. Freaked me the fuck out as a kid. Yeah. Maybe that's why you love it so much. I do. But it's a good movie, dude. It is a good movie. I think think it's a good time.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, again, meta stuff about Hollywood, but a lot of this would go way over your head if you don't, like, read Entertainment Weekly in the year 2000. Like, there was a, a line about the director putting multiple scripts out there so the internet wouldn't pick up on the spoilers. So they shot multiple endings. That actually becomes a plot point in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's that you don't know who the killer is going to go after next because there are multiple versions of the script. I mean, that's just something no one would fucking understand. Uh, it, in this movie specifically, the killer makes an argument that movie violence does not cause real violence and then commits violence. He says something to the effect of, uh, what's gonna happen if we stop making horror movies? Psychos would go away. Um, but meanwhile, he's a psycho. So again it's it's a it's a movie that I feel like has a lot to say just because it's written by a screenwriter that has certainly had a difficult time getting movies made in the business but does it mean much to the suburban teen or the mom (laughs) that's just scared of a guy breaking into their house and stabbing them
1: i'm not sure and also the, the earlier thing like you like what you just alluded to is much more tangible and relatable i don't know like what this movie's getting at i can't quite connect to and it's just messy as hell and that's the like well and yeah there's a there's one more entry in the series where it's like its conceit is just messy yes you know the one of the things i love about the first scream is that i connect to immediately what it's talking about i get it horror movies and then the second one sequels get it right. this one trilogies kind of sort of not really it's and then the fourth one right. is about like remakes and social media oh, um, more about social media yeah. yeah 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 but again even that one cool get it <laughs> let's move on to that one okay scream four
0: perhaps stylized as scray four m Scraforum. Reform. <laughs> 2011. Directed by Wes Craven. Written by Kevin williamson starring Nev Campbell, Gordy Cox, guy.
1: Wes's last film.
0: Hayden Penny Great in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable in this movie. Yeah, baby. So good. Yeah. Might be the best performance in the series. Kirby. She's so good. Kirby. Give me a Kirby movie. Kirby oh, spin off. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Kirby. I don't mean that giant pink thing from the Nintendo games. I mean fucking <laughs> Kirby from this movie. I love her in
1: this. She's so good. So good. Emma Roberts, who I feel like you hate normally. I despise Emma Roberts. Yeah. Yet another reason why I like this movie. <laughs> Rory Culkin. Man, those Culkin
0: boys are everywhere. <laughs> Anthony Anderson shows up as a cop. Allison Brie is in this shit.
1: I like the comment that Culkin is good too. I don't see him in anything, but he's really good Rory. in this movie. I know. <laughs> yeah, Charlie. Yeah, he's really good. <laughs> kind of the yeah
0: the 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 black sheep of the Culkin
1: family, if and there is such a thing. Eventually, you get in the screen. In a family movie. of black sheep, he so might be the white sheep of the Culkin family. I have a familial tie to the Scream movies in that my half brother is the killer in the fifth movie.
0: Lucy Hale, Anna Paquin, <laughs> Kristen Bell, Amy Teargarden, all show up in the cold open of this thing. Yes. Amazing. You just cast every like teen from a, a soapy NBC drama. Yep, I fucking
1: love that. And let me just be perfectly frank right now. It's it, it's like up there with my favorite open. I mean, the first one's better, but (laughs) like, like this is the second best opening of of the series, and it's not even close.
0: Does the Grand Budapest (laughs) opening the right way? Yeah, it's great. It I I it's It's not sanctimonious. It's not like too clever for you to understand. (laughs) Like it's just yeah, the story within the story, the Russian nesting doll of it. I I fucking love
1: it, and and hits a tone that is. So perfect and so well captured and is consistent throughout the rest of the movie. This is like the Jason Lives tone to a T, by the way. Yes. Another reason why I like it so much. It's also the funniest of all the movies, in my opinion. Probably. It was for me anyway. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But again, doesn't push that so far where it becomes a comedy either, which I was okay with. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, N- hey, Nico. Yeah. Fuck Bruce Willis. <laughs> You love this movie. I love this movie. Yeah. Absolutely love it. And I knew it would, the moment I saw it that this is like like my my jam. It's it it has been the best slasher for me uh in since, you know, I don't think anything since has really topped it for me personally. Uh funny enough, the best sense is actually Scream 5. Scream 5 is the best slasher that we've had since Scream 4. Yeah but this is just so much for me so much more for me yeah um i think it's really clever really smart i think the cast is just rocking it the entire cast time cast is really good just so good can't argue with that the fact that i i'm okay with what they're doing with emma roberts for obvious reasons <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is is a big is a big plus um and the, this is something we'll talk about in relation to the new movie but the charisma of this of these actors is just off the chart. Tr- I love everybody in this movie. Yes. I, and, and it never it's a really good young cast. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And the, the, one of my, one of the more important things about it. And one of the things that makes it a little more distinct for me than all the other screen movies, honestly, is that like all, all of the screen movies, like, like we've been saying, like are commenting on something that are also sort of being the thing. Right. And this isn't quite doing that. It's the one, for me anyway, yes. that distances itself the most from those ideas. Is it the most conventional Scream movie? Mm, well, I think by nature the second one would have to be, right? Huh. That's a good question. I don't know. Because I feel like you're right.
0: It, it, it doesn't engage in the same thing It's satirizing. It just makes the villain it just puts all of these bad ideas about society into this one oh, person. Oh, I see. So you, just, so you know so it kind of it just in terms of horror films, it's kind of the most yeah. conventional in terms of how it gets its scares, yeah. where its ideas come from, mm-hmm. how violent it is. Mm. Maybe that's what I wasn't responding to it as strongly as you I, I yeah. like the movie. I do think it's good. I, I understand your argument for it. I didn't like it as much as two, and I don't think I liked it as much as five either. Ooh. Yeah, I Um, I like it a lot more than both. A lot more than five. But it's not really commenting on movies here. It's kind of... It's commenting about, like, teen vanity and cyclical trauma. Yeah. And about, like, the sort of the way that... Trauma gets passed down from generation to generation, which is interesting. But to me,
1: that's like way fucking heavy. It's interesting that you call this thing the funniest. Yeah. Because it's also it's, the heaviest. I know. I know. I think it's definitely the funniest, though. Yeah. It's the one that just gets the most laughs out of me. But you're you're, you're absolutely right. We're strangely. Yeah. Yeah. The familial trauma that happens with the with the Sydney's. Who is it? Her cousin? Her it's her cousin, yeah. Yeah, and how how she relates to her and how she, it, it's this idea that you've taken everything away from me my yeah. entire life, so I've never been allowed to be who I want to be. Sure. <laughs> she just wants attention. She just wants to be famous. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, I kind of appreciate that because, yeah. it, it, you know, it's been a while since uh the motivations meant so much to me in these movies. Yeah. Like, like for, for everything it loses from, like, how it, you know, how Scream comments on, like, you know, a certain you know horror umbrella mm. it makes up for just with the drama and just with the writing and the character work for me personally like what the reveal in this movie is just great it's just flat out it's fantastic phenomenal. yes and it's yeah and it, like honestly dude it's a tremendously better than five as far as I, which i called when i saw it like, i did as well it's it wasn't that hard i did as well. uh so when you cast the fucking manson
0: girl it, like you know what i mean like you're gonna cast her As just the best friend Like really Like you're just gonna cast her As like this random girl To be yeah. gutted I mean she clearly Is a psycho
1: And yeah Get me a psycho That's the girl That the casting department Gets I you Right It's And then my half brother Don't forget about My half brother Who's the other killer That's right Do you even know What I'm talking about <laughs> uh, My half brother is, is What Scream 3 right That's Scream- the half brother no, no 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 My actual half brother Is the killer In Scream 5 <laughs> Jack Quaid, you know whose mom is? Oh, right, Meg. <laughs> Got it. Got
0: it. <laughs> Don't get too pleased with your family. Come on, relax. It's a Meg Ryan. Okay, I okay.
1: haven't met him yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, Jack Quaid, <laughs> Jeff brother. Um, sure. Uh, so. Anyway, but yeah, back to Scream 4. Yep. So yeah, th- th- I guess that's maybe what I was sort of pushing up against mm. is, and Ebert actually said this in his review, I thought he actually articulated it pretty well, um, that this is the first movie that it 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 feels like the characters don't know they're in a horror movie anymore.
1: But it, it well, the characters, and in, 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 it's, it's weird. So the characters when you watch them based on the dialogue and some, you know, it's just their conversations it doesn't seem that way, but the movie has that feel like they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, like the, the, the aura of the movie makes it feel like movies within movies, within movies. And that's set up beautifully by that opening. Yeah. So, you know, like the, this movie for me is the one where like the suspension of disbelief is strangely the highest. Yeah. Even though you're absolutely right. Like that's not quite the case within the, within like the baseline story yeah. if, if you want to call it that yeah yeah for, but for me yeah the, the the atmosphere makes me think that they are i don't know what that is mm. maybe it's just yeah it's just the direction i guess yeah
0: <laughs> it, it's well made it's, it's definitely a, well made
1: extremely well it's, made, it's yeah. a it's a good swan song for West. oh yeah question. and quite prescient i would also say for what it's getting at yeah. with, with the way we people yeah. treat um uh, social media, yeah, 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 the way they film themselves and right. This, this discussion of things that, you know, uh, about real life that are useless. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the idea that everything needs to be depicted. Yes. Right. Is that everything that we do needs to somehow be stored
0: in the cloud and shared? Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Right. Yeah. Certainly on
1: the nose, but all of these movies are on the nose to a certain extent. Uh, I did also want to say the, yeah. the most ironic thing about this in relation to the fifth one is that this one is commenting on remakes, sort of, but it feels more like a reboot. And the next movie is commenting on reboots, feels more like a remake huh. to me. Yeah.
0: I guess that's fair. I don't know. The the, the three I, I, leads are play more of a role in four, though, than they do in five. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're just given more screen time yeah i guess you're that, right. they did kind of do it already with four. The, the whole like we have to move on to the next generation of of high school student
1: and it's my biggest issue with five i kept saying like yeah cool but they kind of already did this with scream four in my opinion i guess that's true kind of you had a pretty dynamic cast though too. you could have kept because i think they kept
0: pen alive i think i no. think kirby is alive yeah they it, there's supposed to be a scene where they acknowledge that she's alive it got cut It did. Oh, yeah.
1: I love that character. Because Wes
0: always says like you can see her breathing if you look close enough. You can see her character still breathing. I love that character character yeah
1: also I love the finale the, the it's a great third act it, it, like dude this movie fucking rules yeah it's a good sense of geography in that yeah house yeah 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 exactly The stuff in the basement's like really awesome when they lock themselves in the basement and mm-hmm. they yeah really great the, the, there's a lot it's real the, the way they stretch out the reveal because the other thing about the reveals that when they happen the movie ends very very quickly yeah and this movie keeps it going for a long time and the tension for when she realizes Sydney is actually alive I'm like ooh yeah it just gives you chills yeah it's not overtly scary but scary when it's it pretty ne- scary scary when it needs to be yeah that's yeah. the thing it's yeah. it's it's again so much more fun than the third movie as far as i'm concerned i agree with that uh great sense like i said great sense of humor good scares you know uh-huh. um but it, you know like it, you you worry that these movies like in you know at this point in 2011 kind of lose their edge and i'm like no this is a scream movie for mm. sure it's a it's a pretty pretty good scream movie and i just love the fact that now because when it came out it was kind of mixed and people were like yeah okay it's fine Uh-huh. But nowadays it's more, it's considered to be one of the better entries, which makes me happy. So.
0: Yeah. Um, I like the Alice and Brie death a
1: lot in the garage. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I love the the kill in the, I'm, I didn't say it was in your closet. That's a good moment. Yeah. We're watching Shaun of the Dead, which is another great indicator of like the, the era we're in. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's really great. I love, I can't, I can't believe i almost forgot this. The, acknowledging the absurdity of the horror industry or the yeah the industry of horror movies where um uh she's listing off the remakes where like you're you're you kind of like look at these movies sometimes and you're like maybe it's not that bad maybe these movies aren't that stupid sometimes yeah and then when she just lists off like 20 horror remakes yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah, just yeah. like oh my god oh we've 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 gone down a bad rabbit hole. Right, right, Shit. right. We've the gone mo- too far. The movie forces yeah. you to acknowledge that. Oh, that's really good when you keep shouting it over yeah, and yeah, over yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and it's that slow push. And it's almost like they're aware, like, guys, it's an issue, and look at this. Right. <laughs> Literally going down the rabbit hole here. Yep, I love it.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's it true. is It is good. I, I wouldn't call it among my favorites. Um, But yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I like I it. It's I nice. like it. I mean, nothing's
1: beating the first one anyway, no, so no, no, what no, difference
0: no. does it make, right? Uh, here we go, finally. We've been
1: teasing this all day. <laughs> scary movie. Welcome to the Movie Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. oh, we should have done Scary Movie <laughs> we, on this. We almost could have. Scream 2022. Scream 5. They it's, justified the title. They did, but it's Scream 5 for, you know, clarity's sake. Matt Bentinelli-Ulpin and Tyler
0: Gillett. Direct this film. They did uh, the movie Ready or Not from a few years ago. I have not seen. Me neither, but apparently it's good. Yeah, you know, I need to watch that. And written by um, a uh, a two-man writer room. One guy, Guy Buzzkick, mm-hmm. worked on Ready or Not. And James Vanderbilt. And the other guy, James Vanderbilt, who I think has one of the most interesting screenwriting careers in Hollywood. Yeah. Wrote fucking Zodiac and then did nothing but dog shit. Yep. Amazing Spider-Mans. White House Down, Independence Day Resurgence, Murder Mystery, (laughs) with Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. Doesn't work, does it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Stars Nev Campbell, Uh, Mm -hmm. Melissa Barrera, Jenny Ortega, Dylan Minnette, Jack Quaid, your stepbrother. (laughs) (laughs) Half-brother. Half-brother, man, come on. And Mickey Madison from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, one of those casting choices where it's like, well it's like i know one time you know the the reality show the mole yeah so rob used to cover the mole on rff and they did a reboot of the mole and uh there was one guy that looked like he was out of central casting and the rest of the cast was just like normal people okay but this guy and he was like larger he was like clearly like an outlier he was a big guy And Rob just day one said, that's the mole. (laughs) That's the fucking mole. And he he ended up being right. And it's one of those things where it's like, just by casting this person in the show, you've given it away. And here it's like, you cast a chick that played a serial killer in a previous movie. That is all that she's known for at this point. Yeah. And they give her the same ending here. Like, that to me was fucking obvious. And the, the
1: Jack Quaid stuff too. It's like, once he got cut in the arm, The moment he gets cut in the arm and then thrown against the door and not killed by Ghostface, I'm like, that's him. Right. Because they already did this twice. Mm They played that same trick twice. Yeah. But still. Uh, 25 years
0: after the original series of murders in Woodsboro, a new Ghostface emerges and Cindy Prescott must return to uncover the truth. Okay. Here's my thing that I've been teasing all show. Uh, You have... As opposed to before, where Kevin Williamson is writing the script and Wes Craven directs. You have four people involved, at least at the top of the credits, in the production of this movie. Mm -hmm. Two screenwriters and two directors. All of them scream fans, clearly. And uh, all of them, I I think, owe a tremendous amount of debt to those original movies. I think if you asked them, they would say something along the lines of, we loved these movies growing up and we needed to do it right. Uh Uh-huh. And I think when you have that energy in a writer's room and you have a lot of cooks in the kitchen, you generally lean towards the more conventional choices. Yeah. And you lead towards the less sort of bold world redefining, for lack of a better term, uh, 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 Last Jedi choices. You know what I mean? Ryan Johnson one of the great things about that movie one of the reasons why I like it so much is Ryan Johnson is the only credited screenwriter and the yep. only director. Yep. And it's like Kathleen Kennedy just let him do his thing and when you're by yourself playing around with your action figures you make more bold choices and you try more interesting things than if you're in the tree house and all your friends are breathing down your neck saying actually no luke can only hold a green or a blue yep. lightsaber.
1: you have that like kind of privacy it's like i'm gonna i'm free to be weird yes yep and so this is in many ways a movie commenting
0: on the lack of risks that reboots take mm-hmm. and the reverence that they show towards the previous films in the franchise yep. and i Understood that intellectually as you're doing this on purpose. But watch the way that they stage Nev Campbell in some of those sequences. Watch the way that the Dewey reveal is how ha- when Courtney Cox, we first have a shot of her legs and then we pan back to realize that's actually Courtney Cox. Watch the reverence and respect that this movie has towards the previous films. Mm-hmm. And tell me that that's all intentional part of this feels like it's the nicest Scream movie and that it doesn't really have any teeth towards its characters or its source material and it feels a real pressure to get it right now I think they do nail it I think it's a really good movie but this was the one sort of inner conflict I was feeling the whole time it's (laughs) making fun of fan culture while also being massive fanboys behind the camera do you agree with that? and herein
1: lies the problem yes I think the movie's a blast it's really fun but it's not as much fun as the other movies. Huh. That's where I back up on it. Okay. It is it's more fun than the third movie, but as far as I'm concerned, not even close to as much fun as uh one, four, and two. Yeah. Which is my ranking. One, four, two, and then this one. Yeah. Uh I am astonished it's as good as it is, honestly. I mean, it is it is really good. I I I, I have to conduct. The January condom- release was really yeah. concerning. And this thing is not a January dump movie. No. Yeah. No. I. this is the thing. Like <laughs> It's a nice like entryway where it's like, we're gonna, yeah, we'll do a January release and it's gonna, yeah, you know, it's gonna be a crappy little movie. And then they come out with like a banger and it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah. And this is a jam of a movie. Every once in a while, you can pull that off. Yeah. You I, can just take advantage of that zone. Yeah. It's like, I, we're not getting
0: nominated for Oscars anyway. Yeah, it's like, exactly. people will just as likely see our movie in January as they will in July. It's uh-huh. a scream movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah
1: but this is the thing. It's like, when I look at like Scream 4, which feels like it's taking many more risks, not not so much where it's like, obviously the most ambitious thing ever, but it but it's just the right amount of departure for me to feel like it's more distinct than they had ever been before. Uh-huh. And this one is just kind of playing it safe and very often does feel like just a remake to the point where even the way it ends, that third act is nearly identical to the other ones. And this is where it's like, It's like, guys, I like I have issues with reboots, too, but you're almost not giving them enough credit Hmm. like strangely because it's like well yes they're remakes in spirit they don't literally go back to the same house and have the same conversation and the same staging of the actors it's not a shot for shot remake guys that you know yes it's another death star but it's an entire planet that they're walking across yes but it's still another death star i get yeah exactly but they're not you know they're they're outside and it's you know everything is slightly different this is you know kind of doing the same thing sure so i was a little confused by it in that way and you're right this is another instance where it's like the intentionality is hard to pin down and this is the other my my big conceit with this movie is like i knew it was going to be about fan culture Mm -hmm. and i accepted that way prior like as soon as i saw the trailer i knew that and i accepted it but then um, upon seeing it, I realized how messy of a conversation the fan culture thing is. Yes. And why it is so hard to like break down and discuss in like really efficient terms in the way that the other ones do. Yeah. I can easily understand and get to the bottom of sequels and trilogies and I guess and, and yeah. remakes in the first movie, of course. Yeah. I, it You know, the fan culture thing, we d- I even think now we don't even fully understand. Yes. And I'm not quite sure this movie gets to the bottom of it either. It just makes a good scream movie.
0: Yeah, I okay. So the, <sighs> what I'll say, we're, we're coming down on it. It feels like, but it's good. No, no, no. It's, no I, I think the craft is just fucking awesome. Yeah, like I, I don't want to, about to say. Okay, yeah, I don't want to lose sight of that because I think like there are legitimate scares in this. I was more scared by this one than I was for. I wasn't scared by it. The, the hospital sequence. This hospital sequence, sure, yeah, yeah, horrifying. Yeah, like the the shot where the girl peers across the the hallway, like yeah, just, that's good. Yeah, it, there's some good shots in this movie.
1: Oh yeah, I agree. The, Big the, fan of shots, man. It good is shots. It is extremely well made that's what yes. I was gonna say it's like and why I enjoyed it so much is like ooh this is just a good th- thrilling slasher I'm I'm just having a, a grand old time with this one I really like the opening yes it, it's good uh the shot in the hospital is great the one where oh,
0: the opening when they recreate the
1: Halloween shot of Laurie on the phone and yep. it's yeah it's yeah. great really really clever Yeah, uh, the, the the scene with the the kid the kid in the shower and they reference psycho that whole that scene that is brilliant yeah it's the best the best sequence in the movie yes that is it and and yeah i was I kind of wanted a little more of that and this is the they pulled the refrigerator trick three times that. I, I was wondering like are three they gonna, times are they going to push this further are they going to push this further are he going to open the door and see his mom yeah. and they, he closes he closes do- the door very good and I'm, I, I'm like it's like I'm sitting with the directors and I'm like this judgmental parent and then they do it and I'm just like very good very yes. good Right. Good job. It's like <laughs> that the, the entire way through and then you get that fucking nauseating stab through the neck where it's like uh, it doesn't quite cut his his artery. It's just like right on yeah. the side it's like yeah. you could you could just slice it open but he just doesn't do it. It's uh. yeah. That sequence is incredible. Yeah. Um I wanted more sequences like that. And this is yes. what I I do come down on a little bit is that there's not as many uh, recording booth scenes there's not as many sure you know sydney first meeting ghost face scenes there's not as many uh uh scenes where the uh, kirby's on the phone yelling the remakes before Ghostface can come and kill the guy yeah well, but supposedly yeah uh it needed more of those moments and i was and this is what i'm going to say it's i didn't have like that's what i was referring to when i said it wasn't nearly as much fun it doesn't have as many of like those moments i mean the opening is really good but i'm not even sure it's as good as the scream 2 opening I'm not a big fan of the Scream 2 opening. I really like it though. Yeah,
0: I <laughs> That one's interesting cuz it's commenting on like black people die first. Oh yeah. You know, that's that's part of it. Uh I don't It's a little scarier. I don't love that it's in
1: public. There's something about the fact that it's in public that makes it less scary. for me. Oh, God, I kind of feel the opposite. It's more disturbing for me in that way, especially when she's like, like, like snuggling next to him and she slowly starts to realize that it's like, what the hell is going on here? It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's certainly more visually memorable. That's the other thing. Whereas like this one is just kind of playing the hits a little bit, you know, it's a requel. Yep. Yeah. I know it's which is a term I didn't even know existed until this movie. I said hate, it. It doesn't even I hate the term. It doesn't roll off the tongue at all. Requel. Requel. yeah, Ugh. not a terrible. Term. But, uh, yeah, this is
0: I'm telling you a more a comment on Star Wars than it is any horror movie. I know. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, they they do shout out the Baba Duck, and it follows. they they shout out uh, 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 elevated horror. You know, they take their shots at that, which I appreciated. Um, but it's, yeah, it's it's they they play the same notes. With Dewey as they do with Han Solo um and even uh, uh Sydney is kind of this Luke Skywalker character yeah is that she only returns at like the last possible moment um you know there's a lot of like family melodrama in it mm-hmm. and that's another thing you get it's a yeah. lot of reverence towards those originals so they give you a lot of character stuff, mm-hmm. which
1: I enjoyed, but there's a lot of it yeah there's a lot of like talking about our feelings it's it's and that's the other thing it's much much more serious than the scream movies have ever been yes so, so yeah you get you get kind of you know you're not pulling as many punches I suppose as the other ones would have right which is okay but but again I'm like oh, okay I didn't quite expect that I will say that it doesn't go so far where it stops feeling like scream I really do want to emphasize that this does feel like a proper scream film and they do an excellent job at honoring Wes Craven while, while not fully being Wes Craven they the give same. Wes Craven a funeral in this movie they do they kill off a character named wes and yeah. then
0: celebrate his life yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah I, I
1: i think that's all it was really i just was really fucking terrified by it really okay so yeah. maybe that's the other because i wasn't that scared but i just had a fun time with the thrills right. you're, and you and you're all right there, there's there are some good sequences particularly that hospital sequence and just the way they frame the sister in the wheelchair trying to you know move down the hallway while ghost oh, is just slowly walking phenomenal by. they film Ghostface in this Like I know, this is like a little thing that probably only I was noticing, but just the way they decide to shoot Ghostface in certain scenes is just really good and really—he's just more intimidating than he's ever been. They shoot him like the Predator in this sometimes. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there's
0: slow mo shots. They linger on it. I mean, Wes shoots it. As this sort of like chaotic, like it's
1: a mess. This in a Tasmanian
0: way. devil yeah, that yeah, comes yeah. in and slices and comes out. Yes. And the it, the way that the costume is designed too, it's fraying Fre- at the bottom. It's you know, it's, there's there's a lot of movement
1: you can do. There's a too.
0: lot of movement. Yep. You know, the costume is too big for the person. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's like a person wearing a a garbage, garbage bag. bag. <laughs> yeah, like a garbage bag. He's all you know. It's constantly a movement here. They slow it down. They linger on it. Yeah. And, he's yeah. really freaky. But again, it's reverence towards the original. Um, yeah, the retconning with, with Billy Loomis being the father.
1: I just, I, I, but again, that's fucking Star Wars. I, that's literally raised parents. I understand that. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. I've seen it in other movies and they do it like good. Like, like for example, like the Halloween reboot, this is better. This is the other thing. It's better than the Halloween reboot. No question. Yeah. It's just a better movie. It's straight up. Yes. But that movie, that is an example of a movie that does the, the familial things and it makes perfect sense to me. Yes. I, I I thought it was sort of desperate. I didn't like that tie-in at all. Even though it's commenting on something, it was actually driving me nuts. I I really didn't like it. Okay, it's the one. It's one of those big things where I'm like, and I again, I see what you're doing, movie, but yeah. you should have thought about that a little bit more because this is bothering the fuck out of me. Because now I'm thinking about that other movie, and it's like, wait, what? Like, yeah, he what he fuck he some random like right what? right 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 I, right, 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 like, right He was like 16 years old. Like what? Right. I, I, yeah, it was like. Yeah, not, not not the right movie, in my opinion. And the big thing here, the other big thing, is that these. I I think the cast is good and their performance is nice, but they don't even have remotely close the same charisma as the original people. They're fine. oh, definitely not. They're fine. They're they're good, they're, but they're they're like I like the sister. I like little the, sister. The little sister. I, yeah, I was gonna say I prefer the little sister. She's probably the best of that cast in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. And Jack Quaid's having fun. Yes, I agree. I agree as well. But that's the thing. It's like, it's like they're not that memorable right uh and if like if your intention is to use these characters further like i'm not i'm not totally digging these people they're fine are they gonna do that you think they might but they have to wait a little longer so that they can figure out something else to talk about i suppose and yeah so that was my my other like little hang up and and like i said before the reveal is just not that impressive as far as i'm concerned
0: yeah uh yeah, but I mean, I, they literally do the once upon a time in Hollywood ending.
1: They burn her alive. So, did you think that was a, a a nod, or do you think that was just coincidental? It's a nod, man. They don't just burn her, but the shot where she runs out of the house and she's just flailing the knife around. They kind of do that in the final scare, yeah. Before they shoot her in the head, it's it's almost it's almost shot exactly the same way with that same stupid high pitched scream. Yeah, it, I mean, it's not like they were on set and being like. You know, I think I've seen this before. You think so? Yeah. Nah, nah. Hey, what's her what's her name again? Mickey Madsen. Madison. Madison. Uh, Mickey Madison. Yeah, it's like it's like it's not like Mickey didn't say anything. Yeah. You know, it's like guys, this is just once upon a time in Hollywood. No, they knew it. Come right. on, she knew what it was. Good for her, man. Yeah.
0: If you, you can get work in Hollywood, you gotta take it, even yeah. if it's just <laughs> being a psycho killer and yeah. getting burnt at the end of the movie, alive every time. Yeah.
1: I, I don't want to sound like I'm talking too negatively, but I, I really did like the movie. It's a it's a really, really, really fun time. Some, yes. Like I said, I have some issues with the film's principles and... The th- like I said, the thing it's talking about is so muddled as it is that it just drives me nuts. I like that they went for it though; they did go. for I like that they went for yeah, it, yeah, for, for sure. I appreciate it uh, absolutely. And at the end of the day, when if it's 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 just a really fucking fun movie, yeah. And like like I just think about some of the shots too. There is a lot of stuff that does stick with me, like where the the guy gets stabbed in the leg, and then he goes behind the barn, and then he starts walking out, and it's an unbroken shot. Oh, it's so good! And then it comes out of the yeah, barn. Yeah, so good. Uh, really, really good. Yeah, yeah. I like these guys. I hope they keep making these movies. Yeah, they're solid so far anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Scream 5. And the, the, the other thing. Yeah, again, Scream Scream 5. It's 2022 and we, we still have good Scream movies. What the hell's going on? That's cool. Amazing. Yeah. Can't get an Avatar sequel to save our no. fucking lives. But <laughs> <laughs> we got... Uh... James, they're, they're, we're on our fifth Scream movie. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. All right. Yeah, these are good movies, man. They're good movies. I enjoyed <laughs> myself. Yeah. I had a good time. I'm glad that we found a realm of slasher that you're like, I I can get down to this. Yeah. 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 There's just something slightly elevated about it, but but not in an annoying way. Not pretentious. Not in a pretentious way. And they're delightful. Yeah. Despite how violent they can be. Uh, that's the other thing i like to comment on. Good, solid brutality. Great kills in this new one. I yes. That was good. Yes. Yeah. Had a good time with that. That stab in the hand. I just didn't see that coming. I'm like, whoa, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Good stuff. I love that she survives the opening attack. Uh, yeah. yeah, That was really good. Cool that's a so great it. subversion. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 Good movie. Good, It is a good movie. Yeah. You know what they've
0: also done too? And this is a, you know, one of the problems in like the 90s when cell phones started becoming a thing. Mm. And people were like, "God, cell phones are gonna fucking ruin movies because now you don't have to be in the same room as someone in order to make a phone call and talk to them, yep. or in order to talk to them, you could just make a phone call wherever you are, you know." And mm-hmm. and that's you know a lot of times what television shows contend with. It's like, how do we keep all of these characters in Jerry Seinfeld's apartment, you know, logically and for the audience not to sort of be skeptical of it? And I do think like this movie has a similar conundrum where it's like cell phones and texting kind of take a lot of the air out of the horror of those original films, but they do work it in here kind of nicely. I
1: would agree. You know? Yeah. And that's always something we, we freak out about you and I, where it's like, you know, this aspect of technology seems to hamper the film. Yeah. Know? But you got to think of the right things to say. It's the, as soon as I heard like, this is not Amber. Yeah. It's like, I'm in. Yeah. It just kind of made sense to me. Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: bonus question. Yeah. That was good. Did I sneak into the house? Did I have enough time to sneak
1: into the house? Good stuff. I knew every single answer to the questions he asked. <laughs> yeah, so did I.
0: So did I. All right. Uh, the original. We're putting in the Hall of Fame,
1: right? Yeah, yeah of course. Here we go. Go scream. <laughs> scream! <laughs> I'm screaming! You're yelling. That's not a scream. That's a yell. Okay. Can you do it? A scr- No it's too loud <laughs> you're not supposed to scream like people come running when you hear a scream <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, there we go that's it we're gonna do the Macbeth show next time I promise yes we are
0: and and one of the things we've been kicking around now that I've seen the scream franchise
1: <laughs> you, th- you did
0: the Friday franchise I think I'm ready to take this to the next level think.
1: you think you're well versed you think you're ready to come to the club I think I'm ready
0: <laughs> I think I'm ready <laughs> yeah 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 I think I'm ready to talk some some horror in okay. a more broad way. All right. So we're kicking around ideas, mm-hmm. but I think I'm ready for the our our opus, our
1: horror opus. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. I like the idea, by the way. Yeah. It's another. It's you have a lot of projects running right now. You got, I do. You gotta slow down. You go. <laughs> I have a lot of projects. Because you're dragging me into them, and you think I don't have some projects too. <laughs> We all
0: got projects. Yeah, I'm just a, I'm I'm a project guy. What do you want from me? That's
1: what I do. I know. All right, that's it. Anything else? What's your favorite scary movie? Ah, oh, seriously, what is it?
0: <laughs> the Shining.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess for me it's technically got to be alien but is that a cheat yes yeah it's a cheat okay what's your favorite scary movie adam Ugh. what's your favorite scary movie Is this roger jackson uh, ah got me <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh you know we didn't even do it, it's been a while since we recorded the last podcast but Peter Bogdanovich and yeah. and Sidney Poitier died since the last time we actually recorded. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you wanted to
1: say a couple things, yeah. I'm very sad about both of those Yeah, I know, yeah, absolute legends and yes. you know very very important. Uh, yeah, it sucks. I watched Targets. I just, yeah, I, I put that on my list. Yeah, so. excellent movie. Okay, that guy just had a run. Mm-hmm. We
0: we were going back and forth. What's the best three movie run? <laughs> and I I I don't know. Paper
1: Moon. What's up, Doc? Last Picture Show is up there. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, when you bring in Kurosawa into the mix, it's like, okay. Yeah, but Kurosawa did it twice, we decided, right? He did it a lot. He did yeah. he did it many a times. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did want to say I I finally watched the the entirety of Ikuru, I, Ikuru? Ikiru uh-huh. Ikiru Ikiru. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. So so beautiful. Cool. And anybody everybody should see it. It's a wonderful little film. I'm watching Station 11
0: on HBO Max. How is that? A lovely, really good mo- uh, show. It's ten episodes. Uh, it's a mini series, limited series. It's about a pandemic. Oh, okay. But in in a way that is uh, touching, heartwarming, touching and heartwarming. Yeah, okay. It's a good show. It's a really good show. I'm enjoying it. Interesting. I'm trying to catch up on my TV. You know, now that the end of the year's over, we cram all those movies at the end of the year, January, February. I'm just, I'm just watching some TV, catching up on some Curb. Oh yeah, yeah, just Curb last year. Just Curb was still a great season. I mean, they're just routinely churning out (laughs) pearls.
1: I know, amazing. This show never really fails. It's so good. It's great. Much like those Scream movies. Yeah, consistent. Yeah, yeah. I want to see one written by Larry David. Would love it. <laughs> would love a cameo, at least. <laughs> Could you imagine? That he takes off his mask. It's Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a movie that would be. <laughs> All right. Love ya.
0: Go to the Discord. Join. Listen to the other shows. Or don't. I don't care what you do. Until next time.
1: The answer is emoji movie. It's the scariest movie ever, seen. So.